You're listening to the Elevate Main podcast. To learn more about Elevate, visit our website at www.elevate.org.ph. We hope you enjoy today's talk. Good afternoon. Hello, everyone. Welcome again to our physical worship service. And of course, it's hybrid, so it's online. So can you greet those people that are watching us, joining us via YouTube and via Facebook? So can you just wave your hand? Hello there. Welcome, welcome to our online and physical worship service, youth service. I'm so excited that you guys are here because we're starting a new series. Actually, nahirapan akong i-pronounce to because... I didn't understand it at first. I was trying to get the meaning of it. Ano ba to? Fur-fur-nagel? Ganun ba yung meaning? Fur-fur-nagel. So, it means pala for real, for real, not gonna lie. I actually, I'll be honest with you, I haven't used that. But I think I'm gonna start to use it if I want to convince someone uh, it's for real. I'm not gonna lie. And actually, just recently, I, I, I learned about yung shish. Ano, ano yan? <laughs> I'm sorry, ha? I'm trying. Eh. I'm trying my best. Okay, so what is my meaning? But anyway, um, so Indian title series But the reason why we're in this series because the truth is there are a lot of negative happen negative things happening in this world, maybe happening in your life, uh, whether you're here or joining us online, there are many negative things that are happening and we want to help you navigate through it. Because whether you like it or not, there will be negative people, there will be negative circumstances, there will be negative things in, uh, or negative words that you will hear. And uh, as a result of that, sometimes you're going to get discouraged. Sometimes you're going to get frustrated. So we want to help you navigate through it. In fact, the question that we want to answer in this series is this question, how do you deal, can we just show that on the screen? Can we flash that there? How do you deal with all the negativity around us? How do you do that? How do you deal with all the negativity around you? Can you look at your seatmate kung medyo positive ben or medyo negative? Not COVID positive, huh? So there's a, there's a positive thing that's not good, okay? Not COVID positive. Mukhang negative yan or mukhang positive, right? So how do you do that? So hopefully through this series, you'll figure it out. You'll learn biblically through the Word of God uh, and all those, also those who are joining us online. You'll learn how to navigate through it and to deal it uh, in a positive, in a, in a right way. For some people, kasi how they deal this this negativity around us, it, it could be yung term na positive vibes. Can we just show us there? Oh, yeah. So it could be yung positive vibes. But there are some people... When there's so many negatives, what they want to hear lang is positive vibes. Gusto ko lang na positive vibes. Gusto ko lang ng ganito. I don't want to hear any negative news. If you tell me something negative, I'm not going to talk to you for a while because all I want to hear are positive things. I mean, it's not, you know, it's a good thing that we only want to hear positive things. But sometimes, even if you want to just hear positive vibes, you can't help it. There will be something that's gonna happen in your life na bigla ang negative. For example, recently, um, we, I, I drove my mom going to a clinic kasi may, may, may procedure na gagawin for her. And then while going there, yung car namin sumayad dun sa parang hump, 
sumayad. And then, I think what happened, there's a cover kasi sa ilalim. What happened is a cover, yung screw doon medyo lumuwag. So medyo may nahulog na a little bit of, parang naka, nakalawit lang na metal figure that's hitting the ground. So when I was driving, sumasayad yung small metal figure na yun, and it's creating noise. And of course, we had to stop. Good thing na lang, there was a car repair shop nearby dun sa clinic. But imagine the pressure, imagine the negativity I was feeling. So even if, okay, I just want positive things right now, I don't want any negative things, things like that happen. Or for example, you don't want to rain, biglang umulan. Or for example, may plano ka nagagawin to, you watch a movie, and then may nangyaring ganito. Or for example, sasabit yun na yung paper nyo for the exam or for the project, and then nabasa, okay? I don't know if that already happened in your life or in your school life, right? So, things like that may happen. Or you're expecting uh, uh, a gift from someone or a greeting kasi birthday mo, you're expecting na i-greet ka and hindi ka niya kinalimutan ka, okay? So, I don't know if you've experienced that. But again, positive vibes, that's for some people, that's how they handle negativity. For some people, they just remove negative people in their life. Diba? Can you tell your seatmate, please don't remove me, okay? Please don't remove me from your life. Because honestly, that's what we do. I just, I don't want to do anything with negative people or negative situation. I'm just going to quit. I'm going to give up. I'm going to move to another place, move from one school to another, move from one job to another, move from one country to another because I don't want negative things. Or they read self-help books. I'm not saying don't read that. But I want to show you one of the best ways, if not the best way, to handle negativity in your life. Or for some people, they travel. Sino dito, they miss traveling. They want to go to Boracay, go to Hong Kong. Ayaw, takot sa COVID, okay? So, but seriously, we love traveling, right? We miss traveling. We want to go outside the country. We want to go to different places. And for some people, that's positivity for them. For some people naman, how they deal with negativity around them is to have or surround themselves with relationships. Hindi many boyfriend or many girlfriend. Ha? Many friends, many people that will help them. And for some people naman, that's their that's yung coping mechanism nila. Pag wala akong girlfriend, negative nangyayari sa akin, I need to have a girlfriend, okay? May kilala ba kayong ganon? Sana hindi yung seatmate niyo, okay? Or for some girls, ganon kailangan may guy ako. If there's no guy liking me, courting me, everything's negative. So for some people, they're dependent on those things. These things seems good. It could, you know, somehow help us manage and deal with our negativity, but it's not enough. That's why a lot of people still in this world, they don't know how to manage the negative things that are happening in their life right now. That's why in our series, For Real, For Real, Not Gonna Lie, we are gonna tell you and help you understand the real, the for real and for real that we're not gonna lie, best way to handle or best ways to handle the negative things that are happening in your life. So can you look at your seatmate? Can you say, are you ready, okay? Are you ready to be positive? Not COVID positive, okay? And for those who are watching us, joining us online, just talk to yourself lang. Am I ready? Okay. So can you ask your seatmate, what are some examples of negative things that are happening in your life right now? Go, go. Can you just ask your seatmate? Ano yung, what are some examples? And can you shout na lang? Can you shout? Or maybe type there sa Facebook or YouTube. Shout. Ano yung negative things that are happening in your life? Ano yan? 
Test. Exams. For some people, they don't like test. Exams. Okay? Ano ba? Gas prices. Okay. So for those who are driving cars, gas prices, what else? What are their negative? Siyempre, COVID positive is a negative team, the pandemic. What else? Inflation. Walang pera. Ano pa? Pag may sakit. Ano pa? Cancel culture. What else? What other negative things? Single ka pa rin. Okay, so what? <laughs> what other negative things? What others? Heartbreak. Sino heartbreak? Sino heartbroken dito? Wala. Okay. Yung gusto ko si Elevate, walang heartbroken eh. Secure kay Lord. Okay, so okay talaga dito si Elevate. But anyway, all of those things that you said, valid yon. You know, for some people, it's a deep kind of negative thing, like uh, sickness in the family, or you're in debt, or there are many problems within you and your family na parang it's not being solved, you know, there, nothing's happening. It's just a cycle of fighting and just, you know, restoration, pero fighting ulit, and then, uh, uh, you know, being okay, magkakaroon forgiveness, but then fighting ulit. So, there are many negative things that can happen. It could be short-term negative things, like what happened with me dun, dun sa, sa car na sumayad, or it could be long-term negative things, and it's still ongoing. So how do you manage those things? That's why in our first topic of this series, I want to teach you one of the first steps, if not the first step, that you need to take when you are experiencing negative things in your life. Whether it's huge or it's a small negative thing, whether it's long-term or short-term, I hope that these things that I'm going to share will be the first steps that you're going to make. Our message for today is this. Can you show that? Accept the pain, turn to the healer. Can you tap your seatmate and say, accept the pain, turn to the healer. For those watching us online, type it there. Accept the pain, turn to the healer. In, in fact, if you have friends who are experiencing a lot of negative things right now, share this link to them. Help them see because they need to know the best way to handle the negative things that are happening in their life. You need, you and I need to accept the pain and turn to the healer. Now, let me explain that. Ano ibig sabihin? Kasi for some people, when they hear the phrase, accept the pain or accept, for some people, they don't like that word. You mean to say, if I'm hurting, if this is happening to me, accept lang ng accept, I will allow myself to be abused. That's not what I mean when I say accept the pain. This is what it means. When you say accept the pain, look at this. It is the willingness to acknowledge that there is a problem you don't escape, you don't run away from it, that there's really a problem, and I need help to solve it, I need help to handle it wisely, there's a proper way of handling it, and I need help to endure it, right? We live in a world kasi where some people, maybe a lot of people actually, they tend to just run away from problems instead of face it. Maraming ganon. Kaya nga maraming sensitive ngayon eh. Nasaktan lang, aalis na. Yan, di ba? Okay. Sorry. I'm learning, I'm learning. Okay. So ang hirap kasi parang maubusan, parang ano, mapapaos ka sa okay. what, what, what am I saying? So there, there are a lot of people, actually, that's what's happening to them. May counting problem lang, alis ka God. For example, in a, kaya nga may meme ngayon na I mean, you guys, a lot of you are not yet working, but for those who are working, di ba may meme na, I don't know kung sino yung artista na yun, pero sabi doon, nasaktan ka lang, ay, nahirapan ka lang, magre-resign ka na kagad. I mean, I understand that. 
I understand that. Eh. I understand that, okay, syempre, uh, it's okay for you to, you know, to resign. It's okay for you to resign if you're really not happy. It's okay. As long as God has guided you to do that. But for a lot of people, it's not guided by God. It's just because they don't want problems. The problem with that one is if you resign just because my pain and my mahirap, or you leave the school just because there's difficult people there, you will end up being in another school or another company that has the same problem. You see, the thing is, there are problems and negative things. Or for example, you are in a relationship and there's certain things na hindi okay kay Lord. Let's say, let's say in the family, you're gonna leave your family and try to be with other people, with a group of friends na whom you will treat as your family. Guess what? There will also be problems in that situation because the truth is people can be negative and will tend to hurt us. That's why accepting the pain is one of the first steps, if not the first step that we need to make. It's the willingness to acknowledge, okay, there's a problem. But it doesn't mean I give up right away. I need to know how to process it. I need to know how to, I need help to solve it. I need help to handle it wisely. And I need help to endure it. A lot of people, they miss out on the learning opportunities that God wants them to learn or wants to teach them just because they give up easily. So tell your seatmate, don't give up easily. Wow, okay. Lala na young people right now, kasi. For example, I, you know what I realized? I realized that those people that they have more, let's say they have more money, they have more resources, they have the tendency to give up easily. Bakit? They're used to comfort. But those people that not enough of resources, they don't have a choice. Diba? I know of some people, hindi talaga siya mag-resign. Kahit ang hirap-hirap na yung work. Bakit? May pinapakain siyang kids eh. Family niya eh. Yun yung trabaho na meron siya eh. But right now, the world is not teaching us to be grateful with what we have. The world is teaching us, pag mahirap, alis ka na. Pag nakapagod, umalis ka na. Pag nasaktan ka, mag-react ka, mag-complain ka, umuwi ka na, alis ka na. Give up easily. God, in His Word, you will see there, most, if not all of the people that He used, they had to persevere. Pero in our world right now, they're not teaching us to persevere. They're teaching us, okay lang yan, kung mahirap, go na kagad. Hindi madali sa world. Can you just tell your seatmate that? Hindi talaga madali sa world. We are to persevere. Normal yung negative things that are happening. That's why we need to accept the pain. Kasi once we know how to accept it, once that we accept it through God's eyes, then we realize, okay, I need help to solve it, to handle it, and to endure it. Look at this statement. Problems do not often signify that it's time to quit. Yes, sometimes God allows problems to tell us that you leave that. You leave that wrong relationship. You leave that wrong direction. But sometimes also, or actually oftentimes, that's not what God is saying. God is saying, I'm teaching you something. God is saying, I want you to depend on me. God is saying, I want you to endure, to learn, to be disciplined, to improve as a person, not to quit easily. He wants us to persevere. Now, the reason why there's a second part here, kasi magkasama yan eh, accepting the pain and turning to the healer. Kasi for some people, you are taught to accept the pain. But if you don't turn to the right person, you will not experience healing. Kaya accept the pain and turn to the healer. Turning to the healer means there is the best way or the best person to experience genuine healing 
through the pain. There is the best way to experience genuine healing as you go through that pain, as you go through that negative thing that are ha that's happening in your life right now. So what's our message again? Accept the pain and turn to the healer. So hindi pwedeng accept lang. It's not enough. You are to turn to the healer, to God Himself. Now, what does this mean? What happens to me when I practice this, when I exercise accepting the pain and turning to the healer? Three things happen to us when we do this properly. When we accept the pain through God's eyes and when we turn to the healer, these are the three things that happens. First is we process the pain properly. when you understand why the pain is happening? For some people, because they don't understand, they just, Malay, nasaktan ako, okay na yan. So it's good to process it properly. And then you will have pain management, meaning to say, because a lot of negative things that are happening, or, or there are negative things that are happening that are long-term. Eh. So you need pain management. That as you go through this, okay, this is a hard situation right now, Lord. I need pain management. I need comfort. I need to be able to handle this well as I go through it. Because a lot of times, hindi naman remove kagad ni God. Eh. God doesn't remove the pain right away. God doesn't remove the negative situation right away, but He gives us the strength. And then third, you will experience peace internally. Externally, there's no peace because and daming negative things. Eh. But internally, there's comfort and peace. This is what happens to those people who accepts the pain and turns to the healer. Now, let me explain each one. And I'm going to show you different characters in the Bible who showed or who exercised this and, and discovered this from the, for themselves as they accepted the pain and turned to the healer. First, processing your pain properly. Now, do you understand kung bakit ka nasaktan? Tanong mo nga sa katabi mo, naintindihan mo ba kung bakit ka nasaktan? Hindi po, okay? I don't know. Bakit ka ba ako nasaktan? Okay? Hindi ba maganda na maintindihan? In God's eyes, in God's perspective. Hindi ba parang as a result of that pain, mas naging meaningful yung pain because naintindihan mo? A lot of people don't, don't realize that. Do you know that? A lot of people haven't discovered or haven't take they, they didn't take advantage of the pain and discovered why it happened. Because if you know why it happened, then you grow from it. Kaya we need to process it properly. Now, see David, something happened to him in First Samuel uh, in Second uh, First Samuel chapter thirty. Now, this was the time that he was running running away from King Saul. That was already a negative thing. King Saul trying to kill him. So David moved to the other region of the Philistines. So he stayed there so that Saul wouldn't catch him. Because if he was in the region of the Israelites, madali siyang huliin ni Saul. Kasi hinahabol nga siya ni King Saul and ang dami niyang army. So what he did, he went to the region of the Philistines. He stayed there. You know, he acted as if he's gonna help the Philistine camp, but he wasn't helping the Philistine king. He was just raiding different kinds of, different other nations except the Israelites. Kasi kala ng king ng Philistines, he was fighting for him and destroying different parts of Israel. But he wasn't doing that. He was just going to different places, raiding them, getting their supplies, but he wasn't destroying the Israelites. So, one day, he was doing, they were doing their own rounds, going to different places, raiding different cities that are non-Israelite city. And after three days, this is what happened. David and his men reached Siklag. This is where he lives. Ito yung binigay sa kanya ng king ng Philistines. On the third day, 
Now, the Amalekites, another group of people during that time, raided the Negev and the Siklag. Yung city nila, kinuha, kinuha yung supply, and captured also the men, and uh, the women, and also the children. They had attacked Siklag and burned it. And guess what happened? They, taken, they have taken captive the women, everyone else in it, both young and old. They killed none of them, you know, by God's grace, but they carried them off as they went on their way. After three days, David and his men reached Siklag. And what, what did they see? What did they see in verse 3? Let's look at verse 3. So they arrived Siklag, and then they found it was destroyed by fire, their wives and their sons and daughters taken captive. If part ka ng army ni David, what will you feel? Grabe naman tong negative thing na to, Lord. We've been, uh, we, uh, Saul is trying to kill us na nga. Now we run away, we stayed here to be safe. And now this negative thing is happening to us. And in verse 4, David and his men wept aloud until they had no strength left to weep. Have you ever experienced na umiyak na wala ka ng strength na umiyak? Yun yun eh, di ba? Yung grabe yung sakit. Yun yung nangyari sa kanila. They really cried so hard to the point that they don't have any energy to cry at all. I think that happens for young people right now. Usually that happens pag broken-hearted ka. Di ba? Pag niloko ka, wala na akong lakas. Wala nang luha. Pero talagang ang sakit. Okay, I don't know if you've experienced that. And then verse 5. Ito pa, ito pa mirap. Look at verse 6. David was greatly distressed. So they were already crying. Even the family of David were taken. And now he heard the men talking behind his back. We have to kill David. We have to stone him to death. He's our leader. He brought us here. Now our families are not with us. It's because of him. Let's stone him to death. So imagine you're David and my negative na nga na Saul is trying to kill you and then your family is lost and all your, the, the, the women and the children in your land has be, have been taken captive. Each one was bitter in spirit because of his sons and daughters and then these people are trying to kill you. But look at what happened. Ano nangyari kay David? David what? Can you read that? Found? Strength. Kanina? In the Lord is God. Now, I love that line there. I love this story because he went directly to God. How do we know he went directly to God? He found strength in the Lord. In fact, after this, he called the priest, Abithyar. He called Abithyar, the priest, the son of Ahimelech, and he said, bring me the ephod. The ephod is the breast piece that the priest wears whenever he goes to the Holy of Holies to approach God and inquire something from the Lord. So whenever they're talking to God during the Old Testament, the high priest, they wear the ephod. So Abithyar brought it to him, and David inquired of the Lord. Instead of, you know, being scared, complaining, running away, leaving the camp, he inquired of the Lord, sought the Lord. He accepted that this is reality. He went to God, asked God for wisdom, Lord, we need to do something. Yes, there's a problem, but you have the solution. Yes, there's a problem, but we can do something with this problem. So, Lord, shall I pursue the raiding party? I, mind you, uh, David doesn't know if the women and children are still alive. He was just asking God, Lord, shall we pursue? Because in the end, when they pursued, he discovered every single one was still alive. The men 
at the women and the children. That's God's grace. And then what happened before that? Sabi ni Lord, pursue them. Na wag niyong gamitin to guys na go signal pag, pag meron kayong gustong girl. Ha? Okay, so, kasi pag may pursue ka agad, parang, eto na yun, Kuya Marts. Sabi sa Bible eh. 1 Samuel 38, that's my life verse. Pursue them. Yun lang yung kinuha mo. Hindi mo kitinignan yung context. Mali yun, okay? Wag, huwag yung gamitin go signal yun. So the story is about yung raiding party ipursue ni David and the men. So he answered, you will certainly overtake them. You will succeed in the rescue. Imagine, ha, they were already tired because they lost them, their strength from crying. And here's God telling them, mahabul mo sila. They're strong, they're many, but I'll give you strength. Pursue them and ma overtake mo and you will succeed. Processing the pain happens when God is the one that we're seeking. Processing the pain properly happens when God is the one that we are seeking first. The problem is this, eh? a lot of times, we cannot process the pain properly because we go to the wrong person. Either you only go to yourself, to your expertise, to what you know is right. You search Google, how do I handle a broken heart? I don't know if you've searched that in Google. Okay? Or maybe you talk to someone uh, who doesn't really love God, but you, you trust this person and you get advice from this person. And it's okay to get advice from other people, but if you want to process it properly, talagang first thing that you need to do is go to God. You accept the pain, and then you go to God. I need help, Lord. I don't know how to handle this. Because the moment you go to the wrong person, I tell you, and then the advice is wrong, and then you handle that advice, you took that advice, apply that advice, the tendency is you will still end up in a negative state, in a painful situation, and you didn't know how to process it properly. And here's the thing, uh, when we process the pain the wrong way, ito yung When we process the pain the wrong way, we end up with the wrong decision, we end up with more hurts, we end up with bad relationships, we end up hurting other people, and we end up not solving anything. Just like this person that I know, na he was in this job, and then he was having a hard time with his job, so he decided, I'm gonna resign. I'm gonna resign because I don't like what's happening here. A few months palang siya dun sa job na yon. I think some millennials, that's their problem, or some Generation Z, and even in my generation, that's our problem. But mahirap, alis kagad. So he resigned and he went to this next job. When he, he went and then he pursued this next job, he had passion. I'm gonna pursue this. And then there were difficulties in that next job. And then he talked to me and he said, Ayoko na ulito. Hirap, akapagod. And then, ayoko yung bosko, ayoko yung ganyan. So he resigned and he moved to another company. He stayed there for only a few months again and then moved to another company and then moved to another company. And when I look at that person's life right now, not enough money, parang wala pa rin narating, and then experiencing quarter-life crisis. You know, the quarter-life crisis, the mid-life crisis, usually happens when sunod-sunod yung wrong decisions that we make in life. Some people kasi, it's, it's, it's very idealistic kasi to say na, there is a job na hindi ako mahirapan that I will enjoy, I'm gonna be passionate. Di ba, marami kang makikita ganun eh. Usually kasi when we see people who are successful, parang hindi siya nahirapan. Siyempre, because he had to endure a lot of years to reach that. Di ba? 
Yung kasi kagad tinitignan natin, parang nakaka-inspire nung no? gusto niya yung ginagawa niya. Di ba, ang dami ganun ngayon eh. As long as you pursue this, as long as, basta masaya ka dito, you do that. But there are moments, even if, in the, from, from afar, it seems joyful, it seems enjoyable yung ginagawa niya, you have to understand the process is difficult. There will be negative things. So if we don't process the pain properly, because when I was talking to this guy, I was telling this guy, pare, kahit saan ka pumunta, mahirap yan. Endure there. Imagine if you endure there, then eventually you will be, you know, they will promote you kasi you'll, you're gonna give your best and nakita na faithful ka. But if you don't endure there and then you move to another company, ano mangyayari sa'yo? They won't see you as someone faithful. They will see you as someone na hindi dependable. Ito, I'll be honest with you. Recently, I talked to someone who is in HR, who's working in HR, and, and siguro ibang students dito, you will appreciate because you come from these schools. Recently, I mean, not recently, but years ago, siguro before pandemic, few years before pandemic, this HR said, instead of getting students from, school, from the blue school, yeah, from the blue, I came from the blue school, so okay lang, so okay lang, mabash ako, okay? From the blue school or from the green school? <laughs> Yellow school then, okay, from instead, kaya nga instead eh, makinig kasi instead, instead of getting <laughs> students from, kasama tayo doon, from the maroon school, uh, not all ah, I'm not generalizing, baka sabihin nyo, hindi naman lahat ganun, but, Sabi niya, sabi niya, instead of getting schools from the maroon school, yellow school, blue school, or green school, I'm going to get students from PUP. Wow, may mga taga PUP dito. I'm going to get students from NU. Yeah, so sabi niya. Sabi ko, bakit? You know what I realized, Pastor Marty? Masisipag sila. Hindi sila mareklamo. They are, and they will stay long in your company. Eh, bakit yung mga taga blue school? Maarte. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. not all, not all. Okay, again, I came there, so kaya kung ibashin kasi I graduated from there. Maarte talaga. Gusto ka agad maging manager. Gusto ka agad maging, ano, yung parang meron ka agad silang subordinate. It doesn't happen that way. Even, even sa yellow school. Sorry, sir, pero ganun din, even though sa yellow school. Maarte din. Sa green school, maarte. Gusto ka agad nila, ano, sila yung boss. Right? Talagang alakas ng voice sila, complain ka agad pag may problem. And then, dami kagad reason, ah, I can't do that, mommy. I can't do that because I have this family thing. Di ba? May ma- Laging may family thing. <laughs> so, sabi ngayon itong HR, hindi na ako ng ganun. Unless ma-prove that that person is really devoted, committed. I mean, I'm not generalizing that everybody that came from that school is like that. But sometimes, we have to also realize na minsan maarte tayo eh. <laughs> yung mga sa katabi, tinan mo katabi mo kung maarte yan. <laughs> hindi, seriously. Kaya hindi natin na, yung mga, usually pag maarte ka, you won't process the pain properly. Kung ma-pride ka, you won't process the pain properly. Yan ang mga hindrances from processing the, processing the pain properly. Yung mga maarte, yung mga ma-pride. Yung mga, hindi, this is my stand. Ah, for me, this is correct. How will you grow? What if you're wrong? That's why pain happens and negativity happens in our life so that we can process things, grow as a person, improve as individuals. That's what happened to David. He went to the Lord, he realized what he needed to do, and they became successful. What's our message again? Accept 
the pain. And then you turn to the healer. So first, when you accept the pain and turn to the healer, you are able to process properly the pain. You are able to understand. And it's a beautiful thing to process the pain properly. And here's the thing. Let me go back to that example na in guy that I, I was telling you about. Imagine, I could just imagine what if he just stayed and persevered at a certain workplace, endured the pain, grew as a person, improved, learned the ways of that company. Maybe he's going to be a vice president already right now. Maybe he's already a marketing manager right now. Maybe he's already one of the top boss of that company. Or maybe he's an assistant vice president or an assistant manager. The point is, in the world right now, People look for those who are committed, but commitment requires perseverance. Diba? People are looking for those who are committed. Lahat tayo, we clamor for commitment. Pero lahat din tayo struggle when it comes to commitment. Kasi commitment requires perseverance. And I love the word perseverance because we need to learn that in life. Because God will give us different challenges in order to persevere. Imagine those people in Ukraine right now. Recently, I watched this video uh, of one of the pastors. He posted in our group chat, one, the, the different youth pastors in the different countries of the world. So this pastor from Ukraine posted a video because they were trying to help uh, rescue yung mga nasa cities, uh, Ukrainians who are in cities na may war don or nagkakaroon ng mga bombings and the mga missiles hit, being hit by missiles. So they sent mga armored buses to pick up children, to pick up women, to pick up different families and drive the armored buses. Kaya armored buses kasi may mga missiles eh. Drive the armored buses to the nearest train station and then from the train station, they will go to the, near, the, the other city or city that are far away from the battleground. But then in this video, it shows now when they were when they arrived at the train station, there was a missile that hit that, that train station. And it killed a lot of women, a lot of men, and a lot of children. And I saw, because raw yung video, eh, nakita ko yung mga bodies there. It was just heartbreaking. But you know what? These people, when, the reason why I'm show, showing that, imagine if you're in that state, wala kang arte arte. Why? Whatever yung babigay sa'yo na, na comfort, na support, you're gonna receive that wholeheartedly. Whatever job that you can do in order to earn a little bit of living, you're gonna do that for your family. Pero when there's so much comfort around, guess what happens? We get lax. We don't process the pain properly. We feel like we deserve na walang problem. Diba? When there's so much comfort. Kaya nga, I like it when God sends problems and negativities our way. Because that's the time we are humbled. That's the time when we seek Him. That's the time that we are on our knees and say, I can't do this, Lord. I need you. That's processing the pain properly. And then, it's a beautiful thing when you accept the pain and turn to the healer. Because He will help us manage the pain. There's pain management. I don't know if you have a loved one na nagkaroon ng stage 4 cancer or stage 3 cancer. But you know that those people na may ganong klaseng cancer, they take pain medication. Because when the cancer hits the bones or hits different parts of your organs, painful talaga siya. So they take mga different pain medication. And there are levels dun sa pain medication, right? Or siguro na-injure ka na when, as an athlete, na-injure ka na sa paamo. Or ako, when, I was, when my wisdom tooth was taken, sino dito natanggalan na ng wisdom tooth? 
Wala ka ng wisdom ngayon. Okay, so, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> so, when my wisdom tooth was taken here, okay, dito lang, isang side lang. When my wisdom tooth was taken, sobrang sakit talaga. After, ah, syempre yung operation was not that painful kasi may anesthesia. But when the anesthesia was uh, wore off, na wala na yung anesthesia, guess what? Ang sakit. Ang initial mong pain reliever was ice cream. I don't know if you've experienced that. Pero, or, bibigyan ka niya, o, nasasabihin niya sa'yo, biligang ice cream. So I, I bought an ice cream and then I was taking that and it helped with the pain. Pero eventually, hindi na nakakatulong kahit anong ice cream. Ano na yung gagamitin mo? Pain reliever. Usually ano yun? Paracetamol, di ba? Yung mga ibuprofen. So you're gonna use that. And those people who are sick, in the same way, they use different kind of pain relievers. Pero hindi mo magagamit ang ibuprofen or paracetamol sa heart pain, okay? Huwag <laughs> niyong gamitin yung masakit puso ko, inuma kong paracetamol. Walang mangyayari, okay? You need God. You need a different kind of pain management to manage your pain. Hindi kaya ng gamot yon, okay? Hindi kaya ng gamot yon. So, David, eto yung nangyari sa kanya. Let's go back to David naman. This time, he's king. And his son Absalom tried to overtake, actually was able to overtake him as king, became a king for uh, I don't know how long, and then took the kingdom away from David. David ran away, and he was in the, in the deserted place. He was crying. The kingdom was not his, but he was so humbled before God. And he said, Lord, if you don't give back the kingdom, it's okay. But if you give it back, I will, still, I will also honor you, regardless of your decision. But then during that time that the kingdom was taken away, it was a negative thing. Look at the prayer of David. In Psalm 63 verse 1, Sabi niya, you God are my God earnestly I'm bowing my knees. I'm desperate for you. I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you in a dry and parched land where there is no water in this deserted place. I have seen you in the sanctuary. I have beheld your power and your glory. That's why you're turning to God as your healer. Because if you look at our life, if you look at your life, if you look at my life, shatalagi yung best pain reliever. Comforter when I experience negative things or painful things in my life. Shatalaga. I know you've tried many things already to relieve your pain. And it does relieve your pain temporarily. But God consistently relieves your pain. As the pain stays, God's strength God's strength remains. As the pain stays in your life, God's strength remains as well. Yun ang na-experience si David. Kaya nga sabi niya, I have seen you in the sanctuary, Lord. That's why I'm going to you. But because I've seen you, I beheld your power and your glory. So in terms of yung, yung proof, you have the proof to give me comfort and strength. Because your love, verse 3 and 4, is better than life. I mean, my life is good, but your love is so much better. That's why I will glorify you with my lips. I praise you as long as I live, and in your name I will lift up my hands. And in verses 6 to 8, look at what David says. On my bed, I remember you. That's going to God, turning to Him. That when you're down, usually you experience all of those heavy emotions at night. Usually at night, you feel heavy emotions. Let's say, nasaktan ka because of certain words that were said to you. Hindi mo masyado feel in the afternoon. But when you're all alone, 
And then kaka-watch mo ng K-drama, tapos hindi pa sila nagkatuluyan sa 25-21. Ay, sorry, sorry, bawal pala sabihin, okay? <laughs> so, yun yung nangyari po. Hindi naman ako nanood doon. Pero imagine, kakapanood mo doon, eh, down ka na nga. Lalo ka malulungkot, bakit di sila nagkatuluyan? Parang nangyayari sa akin. So, ganun na, di ba? So, sobrang daming heaviness coming in your life. And just like David, on my bed, I remember you. So, instead of gloating over those painful situations, you turn to the healer and you pour out all of your pain to God, to the healer. And you will experience what David experienced. I think of you through the watches of the night because you are my help. You'll experience that. I sing in the shadow of your wings. I cling to you. Your right hand upholds me. You're going to experience that. That when you're down and you're pouring it out to God, when you're pouring it out to other people, but here's the thing, when you pour it to other people, they have limited capacity to give you comfort. They can listen to you. Sometimes nakakatulong. A lot of times actually nakakatulong. But try mo talaga. You pour everything to God. You cry before the Lord. I've done that many times. When I was heartbroken because of a relationship that I had to break because it was a wrong relationship, years ago yon. yung first the naging girlfriend ko, I had to break off that relationship. I was really crying to the Lord. And I tell you, yung sheesh, okay, so I was really crying. Tama ba yun? Tama ba yung timing? Okay, I was really crying to the Lord. And yung comfort di God, ibang klase talaga. I couldn't explain it because I want you to experience it. Because you cannot comprehend that kind of comfort na, bakit na-feel ko yung embrace ni God? Bakit na-feel ko yung care niya? Na hindi kaya nung physical person that I'm, you know, I'm pouring out my heart to. Maybe kaya nila limited in a limited capacity, pero iba yung hug ni God. Iba yung pagkling mo kay God, and then you will see there yung help, yung support, yung shadow of, her, of His wings covering your entire dark situation and embracing you to the point na He will give you so much comfort. Here's what I realized with God's comfort. God, God's comfort, strength, God's comfort strengthens our hearts. God's comfort strengthens our hearts. Because here's the misconception sometimes. Eh. Sometimes we think that when God comforts us, tatanggalin niya na lahat ng pain. But a lot of times, He doesn't do that. For example, the sickness is still there. COVID is still here. Gas prices are still high, okay? He doesn't improve it the next day. Na, okay, 50 pesos na lang ang gas price. Hindi. It's still there. But He gives us the strength to endure it. He gives us the wisdom to handle it. He gives us the, the opportunity to stand up again and say, okay, there's another day to live. There's your grace again every morning. You're faithful every day. I can still face this day with your help. That's God's strength. Ganun siya mag-comfort. Parang sinasabi niya sa atin, anak, I know mahirap, I'm not gonna remove it yet, but guess what? I'm gonna give you strength. Papalakasin kita. Papalakasin ko yung puso mo. To the point na you will not get easily affected. To the point na even though you hear a lot of negative things around you, you will be at peace. That's how God 
comforts us. It's a beautiful thing. Like my story, when I was heartbroken, I went to the Lord. And yung comfort talaga, yung paglift up niya sa'yo, it's like telling you that when you're down already on the dust, on mud, He will pick you up and just help you stand back up, up again. And then kasama mo na siya maglakad. It's symbolic that way. You don't see it physically, but you feel like inaakay ka ni Lord. Come, come here. Moments when I broke off that wrong relationship, yung mamimis mo yung person, sana, nandito pa rin siya. But then God will remind you, nandito ako anak, nandito yung love ko. Ibang klase kasi talaga eh. Iba-iba siya per person. Maybe your problem is with your family. Maybe your problem is sickness. Maybe your problem is in debt. Whatever that is, may kita mo yung wisdom ni Lord, yung strength niya, yung pag-akay niya, yung pag-hawak niya sa'yo. And all the more, pag hinawakan ka niya, you're gonna hold on to him and say, okay, Lord, di na kita bibitawan. Just like si Jacob, not leaving, not letting go of God. Please, I just wanna hold on you. Usually, dapat ganun tayo with the, with the Lord eh. Holding on, God, Lord, please, as I move through this pain, navigate through this, let me hold on to you, cling on to you, because I know your comfort, and I know your strength. What's our message again? Accept the pain, then you turn to the healer. So how does that happen? When you accept the pain and you turn to the healer, you process it properly, you, will, you are able to understand it, you'll have pain management that, not, that, that no amount of pain reliever can you know, solve that pain or no, amount of, no person in this world can give perfect solution to that pain, but God Himself will give you pain management, comfort and strength. And finally, you will have peace internally that surpasses all understanding. And my example here is the Apostle Paul, because he was in prison. And when he was in prison, all the more it's negative. But in Philippians chapter 1, verse 12, look at what he said. Now I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that what has happened to me has happened to me has actually served to advance the gospel. So, in other words, he was preaching Christ to people, telling them about the good news. And the reason why he was telling the reason why he was put in prison, because he was telling them of the good news. So pinakulong siya, and then when he was in prison, sabi niya, this is good. Paano naging good yung in prison? Because while I'm here, the gospel is being advanced because of me. In fact, as a result of my imprisonment, verse 13, it has become clear throughout the whole palace guard. Yung mga guards, nasiran ko yan. Sinabihan ko about Jesus. And to everyone, I am here because of Jesus. And they were surprised because I'm joyful. And because of my chains, most of the brothers and sisters, even my brothers and sisters in the Lord, they are now confident. They're not scared to go to jail because they saw how joyful I am. Sometimes the people of this world, they need to see how we respond to problems para makita nila there's a different way pala to respond. Kasi there's a common way to respond. Eh. Pero pag nakita nila life mo, there's something about you. I want to, when they see that you're joyful in that difficult situation, they want to have what you have. Just like what happened to Paul. The brothers and the sisters who believe also in God realize na kahit pala mahirap, we can rejoice. Kahit pala difficult yung situation, we can advance His kingdom. We don't need to fear. 
And then in verses 15 to 16, ito pa yung nangyari, there were some doing it in wrong motive. It is true that some preach Christ out of envy, rivalry, but others out of goodwill. The latter do so out of love, knowing that I am put here for the defense of the gospel. And the former, verse 17, preach Christ out of selfish ambition. Pero ano yung mindset niya? Supposing that they can steer trouble for me, yun ang sinasabi ni Paul. But verse 18, look at his mindset, I don't care, it doesn't matter. If wrong motives sila, basta for me, Christ is preached, because of this I rejoice, and I will continue to rejoice. Gusto nila makipag-compete sa akin, that's their problem, but for me, as long as they tell people about Jesus, I don't care. Grabe security, no? We need that kind of security, and that happens when we accept the pain and we turn to the healer. You know what I realized? Look at the statement. When we turn to God, we see pain through His eyes. And when that happens, we see that blessings, we see the blessings more than the hurts. When we turn to God, we see pain through his eyes. Okay, God allowed this to happen. There's a reason. I'm about I, I, I am able to process it. I'm able to turn to him. And when that happens, you'll see now, okay, there's blessing here. There's blessing. You'll see the blessing more. Recently, um, my mother-in-law celebrated her birthday, but because yung mother-in-law ko and uh, yung, yung household help niya, they got a COVID scare. So the household help needed to be put in a, in a facility sa, near their place so that they could recover. It wasn't COVID by God's grace, but they had to be there. So imagine my mother-in-law was the one helping the entire household, the, the, my, helping my father-in-law, cooking for him, preparing the meals, and all of those things. It was just the two of them at home. So it was a negative situation. But I saw the response of my mother-in-law. Kasi birthday pa niya na, why am I doing this? So nandun yung temptation na, why am I doing this? I should be celebrating. I should be going out with my children, with my grandchildren. But I couldn't because I need to stay home with my husband and we need to you know, be safe until my, my household helpers arrive again safely. But you know her mindset? It's good that I didn't get sick. It's good that I have the energy to help my husband. And it's good, it's a blessing that I can do this. And it's just the two of us. We can grow in our love for one another. Now, when I saw that kind of mindset, I go, grabe, no? Pwede mo pala makita yung blessings sa kahit anong difficult situation. Kasi majority of people, hindi ka agad nakikita yung blessings, eh. Kaya maraming taong masungit. Hey, look at your seatmate. Tinan mo kung masungit yan. Hindi, seryoso ha? Daming tao masungit. They don't see the blessings. Listen to me here, even those who are joining us online. Listen to me here, in every difficult situation, in every problematic situation, in every hurt that you have experienced, there's always a blessing. Sa lahat yan, guys. I promise you that. Kahit anong mahirap, there's always a blessing nakasama yon. Meron talagang blessing. Ang problem natin, nakatingin lang tayo sa pain. When you're always looking at the pain, you won't see God's blessings. But when you look at God's blessings, the pain suddenly diminishes. Di ba? Nawawala yung pain. Nawawala yung intensity niya. Nawawala yung kapit sa heart mo. And then even the other people will be surprised. Bakit parang hindi ka Because I see the blessings. 
I know of some people na they broke off their relationship with their long-time boyfriend or long-time girlfriend. And then eventually, of course, it was painful at first, but then when the person was able to process it properly, you know, the, you know, the realized the person, ay, kaya pala tinanggal ni Lord yun. Kasi hindi ako magiging blessed with that person. He protected me. And now that person is married to the right person. And daming ganung kwento. I mean, look at those people who are married here. They, they have stories like our campus missionaries. Like, like yan, si Osep may kwento yan. Siya nalang magkwento, okay? Then seriously, and the other people here, they have stories. I have stories when it comes to relationship. Th- those people who are here, the missionaries, then, may mga kwento rin sila na tinanggal ni Lord to kasi may blessing na ganito. So they see that there's a blessing even though there was pain at the start. That's why the more we, the, 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 that's why when we turn to God, we see pain through His eyes. And when that happens, we see the blessings more than the hurts. And look at verse 19. For I know that through your prayers, look at the mindset of Paul. I know you're praying for me. I know through your prayers, God's provision of the Spirit of Jesus Christ. What has happened to me will turn out for my deliverance. I believe in the Lord. I eagerly expect and hope that I will in no way be ashamed, but will have sufficient courage so that now, as always, Christ will be exalted in my body. My body is for the Lord. If I'm experiencing this pain, it's okay because look at verse 21. For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. His mindset is this. My body is for God. I love the Lord. I want Him to use me. And in the end, I know I'm going to rejoice. I know He's going to protect me. Yun ang absolute security from God. We won't have peace if you're not secure in the Lord. Peace happens if the source of your security is solid. If hindi solid yung source of your security, don't expect peace. Kasi wala kang pinangahawakan na secure eh. Diba? Kung hindi, pinangha- kung hindi secure yung pinangahawakan mo, wala ka talagang peace. Hindi, ano lang false peace yun. Di, okay to. Di ba? Parang na, nangangarap ka lang, di, magiging okay din to. Di ba? Maraming ganun eh. Kunyari, wrong relationship ka. Shaky na yung relationship. Ano yung sinasabi lang? Di, kaya natin to. Kaya yan. Hindi ka naman secure dun eh. And the more na you say kaya yan, madaling maratel once na magka-problem. Yeah, sabi mo, hindi, kaya to. Tapos bigla nagka-conflict kayo. Kaya pa kaya yan? Di ba? Maranatal ka na eh. Kasi hindi secure yan. Pero pag, pag kay God ka, yung kaya yan, yung for real talaga yon. Yung kaya yan, talagang for real, for real, not gonna lie yun. Sheesh! Sakto, sakto yun. <laughs> okay, what's our message again? Accept the pain. Turn to the healer. I'm going to close with two verses and then I'm going to share a story. You know what I appreciate about the Apostle Paul? Like what I said nga, diba? Security in the Lord. Kaya niya nasasabi yan. Kaya nga kahit na ma-persecute siya, he goes to prison, people are trying to fight him, people are criticizing him. It doesn't lose his joy. He's still joyful. He's still at peace. So he doesn't allow any circumstances that are negative to rob his joy. It's still there. You know why? Look at, look at what he said in Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. Let's read this together. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you until the day of Christ Jesus. And then, oh, we know this passage. He who began a good work in you, he will finish it. He'll complete it. That's security. And hindi lang yung sinulat ni Paul, Romans 8.28, let's read that. And we know that in all things, 
God works for the good of those who love Him, who have been called according to His purpose. God is working. In your pain right now, God is working. In the difficult state that you're experiencing, God is working. I remember this story of this little girl, seven-year-old girl, who's about to turn eight. And then when, he was, when she was in the toy store with her father, she saw this big dollhouse. And she said to her dad, I want that dollhouse. But the dad doesn't, didn't promise, but the dad just smiled. And the dad said, okay, let's have a deal. I want you to excel at your school. I want you to obey your teacher and do the activities with joy and, and, and all the artwork and all of those things. And the daughter said, I'll do that, dad. I'll do that, dad. So after a few days, the daughter went to the dad and said, look, look dad, look at my grades. Look at, the, the, look at what my teacher said. She said, I did a good work. She should give me a prize. She should give me the dollhouse. And then the dad said, uh, the dad, instead of giving her a dollhouse, the first thing that he did, he gave her a small doll. Okay, so sabi niya, close your eyes. Sabi niya sa daughter niya, okay. So where's the dollhouse? Open your eyes. And then the daughter saw the small doll and said, I don't want a small doll. I have so many dolls. I want a dollhouse, a big dollhouse. So sabi niya, okay, I'm just, I'm just gonna go back to my room. I'm just gonna try to do my best. But then she realized, oh no, a few more days, it's my birthday. I think my dad will give me a dollhouse. So on the day of her birthday, she woke up early. She was so excited. She ran to the room of her dad. And then she woke up her dad. Dad, dad, where's my dollhouse? Where's my dollhouse? I want my dollhouse. And the dad said, oh, okay. Oh, just close your eyes. Close your eyes. So the daughter closed her eyes. Okay, okay. And then open your eyes. And then he, she saw a small car where she could put the doll. And the daughter said, That's, this is not what I want. I want a dollhouse. I want. So she was crying. She ran back to her room. She was crying, so disappointed. Felt so many negative emotions, okay, because of her disappointment. And she wasn't talking to her dad. She was, yeah, she was trying to play with the car, with the doll, and all of the, her toys. But she wasn't talking to her dad. And then before dinner time, the dad knocked at her door of the room. And then she said, honey, can you go down to the garage? Let's go down. But she wasn't talking. She was still sniffing and saying, I don't want to talk to you. And then the mom said, come, come on, honey, let's go down. So eventually she agreed. She went down. And then the dad said, okay, close your eyes. Let's go to the garage. It's okay, okay. And then open your eyes. And then she saw something amazing. She said, shush. No, she didn't say that. Okay. <laughs> She saw the, sorry na siya She saw the dollhouse that was built by her father. Yung pala the father was working all along. From the time that she saw the dollhouse, the dad was already thinking, okay, what are the parts that I need? I'll make a bigger one so that my daughter will love it. The dad was already working pala. And then when the dad gave the big, it's a, it was a bigger dollhouse. Kasi parang almost kahit na niya. And then saktong-sakto yung mga dolls and even the car that was given to her. Saktong-sakto. And she was so happy. The reason why I'm sharing that is because in that simple story, we see the father working. And a lot of times we're like the daughter. We don't see that the father is working. He's working mightily in your life. 
He's working mightily in ways you don't know. But in the end, here's what's going to happen. In Christ, my end is always victorious and never in pain. Can we show that there? In the end, in Christ, my end is always victorious and never in pain. When God works in your life and you're in Jesus, I promise you in the end, it will always be victorious. Kahit gaano kasakit yung process, kahit gaano karami yung pain na experience mo, always remember in the end, it's always victorious and never in pain. Katulad nga ng song kanina, it's worth it. It's worth it. That's why we accept the pain and we turn to the healer. Can we all stand? Can I pray for you guys? I don't know what God is telling you right now, what pain you're going through. I really believe each one of us, we have pain that we're going through and it's normal. But I want to assure you, God is with you right now. He wants to give you comfort. He wants to remind you, Anak, I'm working. You don't see it right now, but I'm working in your life. I'm working in ways you don't know. But trust me, because in the end, it's worth it. So let's bow our heads. Let me pray for you. I want to pray for two groups of people here. Siguro first group of people I want to pray for. Some of you, you don't have Jesus in your heart. He's not your Lord. He's not your Savior. You haven't received Him fully. I want to give you this opportunity to receive Him because that's the first step to accept the pain and turn to Him. The first step is to accept Him as your Lord and Savior. So if you're that person, tell Jesus something like this. Jesus, please forgive me for all my sins. I am in so much need right now. I need your grace and mercy. I come before you and I humble myself. Today, Jesus, I want you to be my Lord and Savior. I receive you in my heart. I love you. Teach me to follow you all the days of my life, starting today. For the second group of people that I want to pray for, Lord, for most of us, for all of us here, we want to handle the negative things the right way. So Lord, right now, teach us to accept it, to accept the pain, and teach us to come before you with humility because you are our healer. You are the God who gives us wisdom to process the pain. The God who gives us comfort through the pain. And the God who gives us peace internally as we face these painful situations. Thank you, Lord, that in the background, you are already working. That even though we don't see it, you are already moving. And in the final analysis, there is victory in you. No more pain. No more suffering in you, Lord God. Eventually, in the future. Thank you, because it's totally worth it. Give you all glory, Lord. We give you all praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you all. We'd love to stay connected with you, so make sure to subscribe to our podcast or connect with an Elevate group through our website. See you at our next podcast.